0: What is going on Nuggets Nation? It is Nilo Pirro of Mile High Sports back at it again with the latest installment of the Denver Nuggets podcast right here on the Mile High Sports Podcasting Network. Hope everybody is doing well on this Friday afternoon, Friday morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast. It is uh, there. It's for 42 minutes into Friday on my end here, 1242 in the morning. I'm recording this little reactionary podcast just Got home not too long ago following the Denver Nuggets victory over the Golden State Warriors, a 114-104 to 104 victory. So Denver with a nice 10-point win against the Golden State Warriors to get back to 6-6 six six on the season. So hope everybody is doing well. Hope you guys are locked and loaded and ready to uh, listen to some Denver Nuggets basketball chat. And I'm going to go ahead and chop some audio up as well. You'll hear the full post-game reaction from Nikola Jokic as well as Michael Malone. I want you guys to kind of hear that stuff. And, uh, I'm going to set it all up. So I'm going to go ahead and kind of paint a picture of what I saw from the game tonight. And, uh, then you can kind of hear what the players have to say and we'll put a bow on it and get you out of here and, uh, on with your weekend before the Denver Nuggets take on the Utah jazz on Sunday, in which I'll have another pod for that as well. So, before we do that though, I want you guys to go ahead go ahead and give me a follow on social media at media by AP on Instagram and Twitter. I'm a lot more active on Instagram or on Twitter than I am on Instagram, so probably the better follow on Twitter these days. But I'm definitely gonna start ramping up the Instagram a lot more. It's just I the algorithm like I just have a much better following on Twitter. It's like no one knows who I am on Instagram and I don't get any reach on anything. Like I just feel like I'm, you know, talking to a brick wall. Whereas, you know, when I do this podcast or when I'm posting on Twitter, you know, I know I have an actual audience that I can talk to. So if you guys wanna go ahead and be part of that audience and, and interact with me and kind of tell me what you're feeling about the team so I can kind of translate that uh to this podcast, feel free to follow me there, guys. At Media by AP. And of course, be sure to check out all of my work online, milehighsports.com. We've got a lot of good stuff coming up here with this podcast. New intro probably coming next week, which is uh, I'm super, super excited about. I think you guys are going to love it. Uh, got some trading cards in the mail, got some Michael Porter Jr. rookies, got some Bowl Bowl cards, and uh, that stock's rising right now as he's played in the last two games. So, uh, a lot of good stuff on the horizon. Got some guests potentially lined up, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, just really excited to be doing this podcast and being here and talking Denver Nuggets basketball. And if you're really interested in uh, the Nuggets from a betting perspective, I'm going to be doing these videos for Mile High Sports from now on on game day. So go to Mile High Sports on Twitter at Mile High Sports the day of the game, and you'll probably see a two minute video from me kind of running through, running the board and breaking down the game from a betting perspective to keep you guys educated. And if you if if you really like that stuff, if you if you're like wow, Neil, you, you know I, I love your you know, you, you know, your betting content, yada, yada, yada. If you're really that big of a fan, you can go to uh, DenverSportsBetting.com, Denver which is where I uh, am the, one of the uh, partners over there and working to develop a local, you know, educational and informative sports betting community. And I'm, I'm joking. I'm just joking around when I'm tooting my own horn like that. I'm, if you like betting though, seriously, go to com. I mean, I, I really like to think that we put out the best sports betting content out there. It's, uh, it's organic, it's homegrown, it's, uh, you know, by Colorado sports fans, for Colorado sports fans. It's, uh, got a nice little mix of, you know, educational and, statistical and you know the nuts and bolts but it's also got a, a lot of personality and pizzazz into it especially our video content and we've got a lot of good stuff on in the works over there as well so be sure to check me out online denversportsbank.com so after that long four minute ish intro let's go ahead and dive in to this uh this little recap here of the denver nuggets 114 to 104 victory against the golden state warriors as i alluded to the uh, the nuggets now back to 500 on the season at six and six and the story once again of this game there's two big headlines and you're going to hear from one of them in Nikola Jokic and that's the fact that he had his fourth triple double of the season and he just continues to be on fire 23 points 14 rebounds and 10 assists and if you watched the preview video that I did for my high sports today you would have cashed out if you would have listened to my picks on the uh, Nikola Jokic over eight and a half so he finishes with 10 so that uh that, that cast, if you would to listen to me there at the uh, Mile High Sports Twitter feed. So just a stellar performance from Nicole Jokic once again. He plays 36 minutes, like I said, 23 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 assists. He's just a force at this point. I mean, he just makes everything happen. It's, it's crazy just the way he's able to control the game, uh, you know, whether he's uh, at the top of the paint or, you know, at the top of the key or if he's, you know, trying to work the low post or, you know, rocking with the pick and roll as well. Nikola Jokic is just a true unicorn out there. He's looking sensational. Uh, he continues to look sensational out of the gate here 12 games into this 72-game season. And the other player that we've got to talk about, and you'll hear Nikola Jokic have high praise for this guy, is Jermichael Green. And green tonight finishes with 15 points. A lot of those coming from three pointers and nine rebounds as well. So a near double double for the, uh, one of the newer members of this Denver Nuggets team. And you know, the the one off season addition that so far has been really solid for the Denver Nuggets. You know, I actually had the opportunity to sit down and speak with former Nuggets head coach, George Carl uh, on what is today now today's Thursday. So I spoke with George on Wednesday afternoon and we're talking about some stuff because he, he's got a new deal with Bet River Sportsbook, which, uh, so if you, that's another little tease here. You know, if you want to see the story that I'm working on with George Carl, be sure to stay uh, locked on at Denver because that's that's going to be coming out here soon. But, um, the other reason, if, if you're not interested in betting, is because we were able to just talk Nuggets. You know, we were kind of shooting the shit about the team and he had some great points. And, and, you know, a lot of the things that I think, you know, Nuggets Nation, um, agrees with that maybe we haven't heard from you know people who matter or, or you know so basically I mean I don't I'll, I'll kind of tease it but George kind of goes in and, and talks about the impact of how just you know just how significant losing guys like Mason Plumley and Torrey Craig and and, and Jeremy Grant were and, and you know he kind of goes in on the front office and their inability to kind of adequately replace them and you know that's kind of the fact of the matter is you look at this Nuggets roster right now and no disrespect to Isaiah Hartenstein or you know Compazzo um, but, you know, Jamichael Green has been the lone offseason addition that's really stepped up for the Denver Nuggets where, you know, the other guys haven't been all that good so far. And we've seen players, you know, that were on the roster last year kind of regress, you know. and, and Jamal Murray has been brutal so far. I know he finished uh, this game with 17 points, but, I mean, cannot shoot it from three right now. He, he just looks lethargic. He's shooting like 70% from the free throw line as well. It's just Jamal Murray's not in a good place. And, of course, the uh, ever-suspicious case of Michael Porter Jr. and kind of his weird deal with COVID. No one really knows what's going on there. It's kind of been rumored that it seems it it appears that he got COVID for a second time. It's just so weird, you know, so there's just this weird dynamic going on, Um, you know, but Jermichael Green has really stepped up and has been a nice force for the Denver Nuggets. And like I said, almost a double-double in this win against the Golden State Warriors at 15 points and nine rebounds. So, you know, I thought this was a good win for the Denver Nuggets. They didn't play their best basketball by any stretch of the imagination, but you know they they did enough to slow down a Warriors team that you know has been pretty solid this year, and I called them a decent team on Twitter. And if you've been listening to this podcast or these podcasts, and if you follow me on social media, you you'll know that the narrative that I'm kind of currently running with is that the Nuggets, ha- you know, they're still looking for their first signature win of the season, and I'm not ready to crown this a signature win. You know, I think this was a a good win. A, a well-fought, well-earned victory for the Denver Nuggets, but the, I'll say the same thing that I said about the the, the game against the New York Knicks. And, and I'm not trying to compare the Warriors to the Knicks because Golden State's a much better team than New York is. But at the end of the day, this was a game, you know, with a day off where you're coming home against a, a team like Golden State that is good, but again, not great. There's no Clay Thompson. The, the Kevin Durant days are over, and you let Steph Curry pick you apart for 30 plus points, which is to be expected, um, you know. But other than that, you know, Draymond's all right, and they've got. Wiseman as well, but it's it's a team that's still you know searching for their identity. So I think it was great that the Nuggets were able to you know it's a good win. You know I'm not trying to downplay it. I think it's a very nice, it's a solid team win. It's it's a step in the right direction for this Nuggets team. You know now that here they are six and six with an opportunity to you know get. You know, really find their footing and uh, have a winning record if they can get this win against Utah this weekend. So, you know, I, I don't think it's a signature win. I don't think this is a win that you hang your hat on. You know, I think if you can go out and make a statement against Utah, I think that's a statement win. But it was good nonetheless to see Denver go out there. And like I said, Stephen Curry went for thirty plus, and this was the first game we've seen Stephen Curry this season score thirty plus points and the Warriors lose. So, you know, that statistic right there is certainly something to hang your hat on to a degree. Um, but collectively you know like i said if we're going based off the expectations that we all set for this team in the offseason uh this is a game that denver should have won and, and thankfully they were able to take care of business because you know we've seen the nuggets uh so far this season particularly at home games against dallas games against sacramento you know games where they should have taken it you know taking care of business where they just kind of failed to so nice to see denver do what they need to do to get the win here against the golden state warriors uh with the final score of 14 14 to 104 so let's go ahead now and jump on over to some of these sound bites and we'll uh we'll, we'll listen to michael malone first we'll listen to head coach and see what he has to say about this uh, about this uh this victory and a little preface here is the last question you're going to hear is the one from me um i guess you know one other thing that you do have to say and i i've ripped them a new one on this podcast is you know gary harris has been out the last couple of games and no one really knows what's going on there it's personal reasons um Although it appears that it's not COVID-related. And that's kind of opened the door for Bull Bull. You know, we've seen Bull Bull now start back-to-back games for the Denver Nuggets. And I asked Michael Malone, you know, why did you go with a player like Bull Bull in light of Gary Harris, you know, in light of this situation with Gary Harris? Um, And he gave a really insightful answer you know it wasn't the answer that I thought I was going to get but I think it's uh it really paints a picture of just you know the state of the team the state of the NBA in the COVID world and all that stuff so really good question hold on listen to the entire interview um, with or listen to the entire post game scrum um, from Michael Malone, and my question is the last one. I think you're going to want to hear it, and uh, it, it, he's got some high praise for Bobo as well. So let's go ahead and listen to Michael Malone uh, following this win against the Golden State Warriors, and then we'll come back, break it down, and uh, then we'll listen to Nikola Jokic. Well, here's Michael Malone. We're going to start off with Mike's and.
1: Hey, Michael, uh, 50 points in the second half allowed. You guys won the, the glass 50 to 43. I know you said before the game, you guys are the 26th ranked defense coming in, but how pleased were you to see that defensive effort tonight?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, that's what we need to see, Mike. I mean, it talked, I showed, I'd seen the standings today. How, uh, you know, we're in ninth place on the outside looking in. Uh, I showed them our defensive numbers and our five wins compared to our defensive numbers and our losses. And you know the uh, the offense has been a consistent. You know uh, we're, we're going to score the ball. Uh, we we have a pretty talented team in that regard. The challenge is can we find a way to play the de- defense for 48 minutes? And you know I, I thought in that second quarter the defense definitely got away from us. But uh, third quarter defense was tremendous. Forty percent from the field. How we closed that third quarter on an eleven to two run was really key, setting up that fourth quarter. Uh, and then after that quick timeout, you know, we had a couple of quick turnovers, 6-0 run for Golden State, called the timeout, got some of our starters back in, and I thought we settled down after that. So uh, Nikola, another triple-double. Uh, I love the fact that Jamal stayed aggressive, even though the shot wasn't working. He stayed aggressive looking for a shot. I've been on him about that. And he got nine rebounds and six assists. And I bring that up because on a three-game road trip, Jamal Murray had one rebound in three games. And, and, and I told Jamal that that, that that can't be. And he responded in a big way. So proud of him.
1: We'll go to Todd Romero.
2: Hey, Coach. I, I
1: really thought one of the keys was, especially in the fourth quarter, when you play a game, a team like that, that can score in bunches, it seemed like every time they hit a big shot, you guys responded every single time, whether it was on the offensive or defensive end.
2: Yeah, I, we definitely traded baskets there for a little bit. Uh, you know, you have to, you know, tip your cap to Steph Curry. Uh, He's a great player, requires so much attention. I actually thought we played pretty good defense on him at times, and he still uh, was able to score. He had one left-handed finish across the lane off the glass that most guys cannot uh, finish. I uh, thought Monte guarded him well at times, and you guard great players as a unit. So I think, you know, even though he had 35, uh, we made some things tough for him. Uh, And then we were able to get some stops. You know, I thought Jermichael Green and our bench was great. We scored 41 points off the bench tonight. Jermichael had 15 and 9, P.J. 10 and 6, and Monte gave us effort on both ends. So, uh, you know, we needed this for 500. we got two more games on this homestand before we go back out on the road. And uh, we have to find ways to continue to protect our home court. Go to Joel Rush. Hey, Coach, uh, you mentioned Jamal Murray's nine
1: rebounds. I think P.J. Dozier also had six and Will Barton had four. Uh, Why is it so
0: important to get that kind of rebounding from your guards?
2: Uh, We we always talk about Joel gang rebounding. I think most people think when you talk about rebounding, it's just on the big men. Uh, And that's not the case, especially with a team that we know likes to shoot threes. Long shots will equal long rebounds. So, uh, and, and the stats bear it out. We won the rebounding battle, fifty to forty-three, a plus-seven rebound margin. When we win the rebounding battle, we usually win games at a high level. Uh, and it can't be just on Nikola getting fourteen, uh, Jamal getting nine, Jamichael getting nine, PJ getting six, uh, or so on and so forth. That's important. That means all five are in the mix. You got to rebound before you run.
1: We'll go back to Mike Singer. Michael, you mentioned uh, Jermichael's boost off the bench. You, you ended up closing with him. What, what did you see from just his energy and toughness? I know, you, uh, you know that's the reason why you brought him in. You know, this is what you got from him tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean, Jermichael, ever since he came back from that calf strain, Mike, uh, has been you know, really good for us. Um, I, he's old school. He's a throwback player. Doesn't say a lot. Uh, lets his actions speak volumes toughness, grit, not going to back down, stepped up and I thought made a big three for us, top of the key, uh, gets on the glass uh, and is able to guard bigs and smalls. So uh, this, exact, this is exactly what I envisioned when we got to Michael Green this summer. And uh, now that he's healthy, getting in game shape, uh, I think his productivity and efficiency uh, kind of speak for themselves.
1: All right, we got time for one more. We'll go to Anello.
0: Hey, Coach. Uh, second game, we've, uh, been, we've seen that the Nuggets have been without Gary Harris, and we've seen Bull Bull in there in the starting lineup. Just curious as to your reasoning as to why you've decided to go with Bull Bull in the starting lineup as, you know, compared to some of your other options potentially.
2: Yeah, I want to keep the, uh, the bench unit together. I think our bench is playing really well. Monte, Faku, PJ, Jamichael, Isaiah – uh, give them a chance to kind of keep their chemistry. We don't practice. We rarely shoot around. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Uh, 15 minutes before shoot around this morning, I had to cancel shoot around um, because of COVID protocols. Uh, so we didn't have a shoot around today that was planned. We had a walk through at 530. Uh, so that second unit, the only way we can create on-court chemistry is in games right now, because that's the way the league is. That's the way... Uh, COVID is forcing us to be so starting bowl. I think it gives them a chance to play with the starters has some success, get his feet wet uh, experiences, our best teacher, then it allows that second unit to continue to create that on-court chemistry. Uh, and I think they've been playing really well for us.
0: All right. So there is Denver Nuggets head coach, Michael Malone on the victory against the golden state warriors, a hard, a hard fought victory for the Denver Nuggets. in that one, And, yeah, I think it's uh, really insightful stuff from Coach Malone, particularly, you know, like I said, it wasn't necessarily the answer that I was looking for, the answer that I thought I was going to get from uh, Michael Malone. But really insightful in regards to, you know, we saw the revisions of the protocol and then obviously Malone, you know, saying, you know, that he had to cancel shoot around, you know, pretty much five minutes or 15 minutes before the hand. And, you know, that, that's that got to screw with the team, you know, especially a team that's down Michael Porter Jr., especially a team that, you know, with someone like Jamal Murray, who's struggling and just a team that, you know, he, especially with that second unit. So, you know, they're still trying to look to kind of find their cohesion and find their groove. And, you know, that that's not going to happen overnight. And you know, they're not I just got the email, they're not practicing tomorrow and, you know, shoot arounds are, are critical to kind of try to develop that cohesion and go over a game plan, you know, before you go up against a specific team. So it's uh an interesting situation that the Denver Nuggets are currently presented with and you know, I, I think that this is a, a nice situation for all you Bull Bull fans out there and for the Nuggets because Bull is gonna be able to get his minutes. I think he only played like nine minutes tonight. Um but you know you're, he's going to get some minutes with starters and he he's sly out there man he's so big i mean he can take from from half court to the rim it's like three steps for him or three gallops just because of how long his legs are it's insane and you know obviously in a perfect world he's probably not getting any minutes but the fact that the nuggets are able to kind of justify giving him minutes but with the starters at this current point in time you know you you hope everything's okay with Gary Harris but you know, I think that's a win in my eyes because it, I think it's better for someone like Bobo to get these minutes as a starter because I, I've you know, kind of reaffirmed the fact that I think he can be a real player for this team. I mean, he's seven foot two. He's a total beast. He can shoot it from three. He's just an extremely raw player who needs to bulk up and, and learn how to play NBA style basketball. So. You know, I'm curious to see how this plays out for the Denver Nuggets. Obviously, we don't know how long Gary Harris is going to be out for. But I wonder if, you know, Michael – if Coach Michael Malone continues to roll Bull Bull out there in the meantime. Because, you know, the logical thing to do if you're going for your best foot forward is you're looking at a guy like Dozier or Jermichael Green, right? But, you know, you, th- those guys are still working to develop the cohesion with their second unit. So that leaves someone like Bobo who's not, you know, firmly implanted in the second unit. He's more of a third unit uh, garbage time type player at this point in his career. You can kind of, but he's got the potential of, you know, he, he, he can be the best player on the team for all we know with, with, with his skill set. Um, you know, so that's why you can kind of throw him out there in the starting lineup. So I'm all for it. So, uh, yeah, really good stuff from head coach Michael Malone, but let's go ahead now and listen to what Nicole Jokic has to say, because he, uh, he's a big fan of Jermichael Green pretty much said he wants him to be a nugget for life or play with him for life, uh, wherever he goes moving forward. Um, Jermichael Green has been a real asset for this Denver Nuggets team. And uh, it's always a good thing when you can keep your superstar happy, especially when you're not playing the best basketball right now. So the Nuggets did get this win against the Warriors in large part because of Jermichael Green. So let's go ahead and listen to what Nikola Jogos had to say about uh, the win overall, the team overall, and also his new teammate in Jermichael Green. We'll start with Mike Singh. Hey, Nikola. Um,
1: what was the key to the defensive effort tonight? Malone said he was extremely pleased with the with, with the entire performance.
3: I mean, yeah, uh, defense is uh, defense is gonna win us game. You know, we were we were uh, sec- uh, we, we ranked second in offense. I think defense is something that we need to defense is something that is kind of up and down. You know, in in our wins, we are, our defense is is really really good. In our in, in our losses, it's really bad. So. Just like if it's in the middle, we're going to like live. But it's when we lose, it's really bad. And we win it's kind of really good. So holding that team to 104 is it 104. I think it's a really good thing, you yeah. know?
1: We'll go to Frederico Rojas. Hey, Nicola. Uh, how you doing? Uh, congrats
0: on the win. I have two questions about your game. The first one is, what's your approach when you're double team? What, do you have a specific plan when you have a double-team uh, effort from the other side? And the second one is, what's up with your hands, man? You're you're lowering those turnovers, and now you're stealing balls.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Mike Miller always said I'm a cookie monster, and I'm going to steal that from him, so I'm a cookie monster. <laughs> Maybe I'm not that good defensively, but I'm a cookie monster. Yeah, Mike Miller was... Um, Cookie Monster too, and uh, first question, uh, double teams. Yeah, just um, I think just how I s- slow play it. You know, I don't I don't rush it. Helps me a lot. Just to see where the double team is coming from, and it's um, just uh, hard. when like you do, do a spin, you do certain move, and they come like you don't you don't see them. Then it's kind of then it's kind of hard. You know, I mean every, every to every player, I think. We'll go, go to Mike
1: Singer. Nicola, um, Jamichael, I think got very close to a double double tonight. How, how big of a boost has he provided um, with his toughness and his energy uh, coming off the bench?
2: No,
3: I mean, I always say Jamichael is a guy that I would like to play with him the rest of my life. You know, he, he he's uh, he's amazing. His uh, his effort, his energy, his toughness. He kind of when you're down, you you don't want to play. You don't want to kind of play bad. You don't want to get you do. You didn't to be called as you didn't put effort when you when you him in a bit, when you are with him on the court because the guy is amazing, you know. So I, all best to him. Like I don't whatever he do, he's doing aggressive. He's attacking the ball. He's shooting the ball. He he's not taking twice. You know, he's he's a, when he when he made mistake. Like I don't have nothing to say to him because he's getting back. You know, he's
1: he's a great player. Go to Alexander Zikic.
3: Nikola Mekle-Malun je rekao između 3. i 4. poluvremena da će očekivati od tebe i Marija da uh, dovoljete tim do pobede. To je bilo. Šta si razmišlja o tom omete između 3. i 4. Uh, poluvremena i igrali ste vrlo ozmeđu do poslednje tri rutka, iako je bilo deset poena prednosti. Stalno. A drugo pitanje je razgovor na TNT u Šak ili Čalsu, rekli spasiba, pa si malo ispravio i pričali Dara. ste tome si iz Srbije. Da, da, da. da, da. da. Vodlje ovaj. Ne nevam pojma, vodlje misliti da ću ići, ili nevam pojma šta, vodlje misle da, smo, da je sve to isto. A, prvo, na prvo pitanje je, ovaj, da, u trećoj četvrtini onako bilo je kako da kažem, gore-dole i mi i oni, ali mislim da sam u drugom, drugoj četvrti imao problema s faulima i nekog mora sam samo da, nisam, nisam mogao da to utiču na mene, nego samo sam teo da, da igram bolje, sam, imao sam dobro energiju, šutirao sam nešto loše, mislim, da, da, 0-4 za tri, ali imao sam stvarno dobro energiju, dobro sam se osjećao na trenut, tako da to mi nekako vuklo da, da igram sve bolje i bolje.
1: All right, we've got time for one more. We're going to end with Andres Lopez.
0: Thank you, Nicola. With a team like the Warriors that has so many offensive weapons, you go out there and you have a triple double and you outplay this uh, amazing offensive. What was the key, you would say, to outplaying an offense like the Warriors tonight?
2: I mean,
3: it, I I I think it's defense. I think just to hold them to 104. I think that, like, then we don't need to score that much, you know. So, uh, you know, Steph was really, Steph was amazing. I think he he, he played really well. Uh, but um, that was kind of our goal. We tried to put the ball out of, his, out of his hand a lot. But we kind of did it, we kind of did not. So, I think the defense was the key to to, to today's game.
0: All right, that'll do it. Thank you, Nicola. Appreciate sure, it, guys. It was my pleasure. All right, and there is the early season candidate for MVP, Nikola Jokic. I'm just playing. He is playing at an MVP level, but let's be honest. If he can't even get the calls from the refs, who's to say he's going to get the votes necessary to win the MVP award? But, hey, I'm not even trying to be biased here. I think anyone that really knows basketball really understands that Nikola Jokic is truly playing at an MVP level at this point in time. So... That's going to do it for me, though. I think I'm going to go ahead and put a bow on this one right here. Like I said, a, a real opportunity for the Denver Nuggets to go ahead and get that potential signature win against the Utah Jazz coming up here on Sunday. So, be sure to stay locked and loaded to our content at MyLifeSports.com. And if again, if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so at MediaByAP on Instagram and Twitter. Huge game for the Denver Nuggets coming up as they get back to 500 with a win tonight against the Golden State Warriors, but they've got a big one against the Utah Jazz coming up on Sunday. Nuggets 6 and six looking to get back to a uh, well I guess they've they've yet to have a winning record this year I guess so looking to have a winning record for the first time this season and uh, they can accomplish that feat by winning against the Utah Jazz but that's going to do it for me folks hope you guys enjoyed the latest installment of this podcast uh, the conversation the interview uh, the scrum from Michael Malone and Nicole Jokic as well as the Denver Nuggets managed to knock off the Golden State Warriors one fourteen to one oh four again if you want to follow me on social media you can do so at me media by AP. But we'll be back to preview this game on Sunday. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me, folks. We'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Have a good night. And uh, let's see where this season goes. Have a good one, folks.